All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. But I got to introduce my guest today because you guys may remember her from two seasons of Survivor, but she actually happens to be an actress as well. However, I think her most impressive thing on her resume is actually being the doppelganger of Marilyn Monroe. My guest today, Sugar, how are you doing? Uh, I wasn't expecting that adorable entrance. <laughs> Listen, I got to keep it good, you know. You were on my uh, first season of Survivor I ever watched, believe it or not. So. Uh, oh, I, I, I noticed that when you were talking to Bob, because I literally just listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> This morning in preparation, and I was like, I wonder what Bob's going to say. But um, he said everything right, so I won't have to uh, <laughs> yell at him for any reason. <clears throat> yeah, but believe it or not. may have done that before. <laughs> believe it or not, you caused a lot of fans nostalgia this past weekend because they saw the photos that you were posting from uh, your little uh, get-together this past weekend at your house. And I, I know Maddie was one of the people everybody was like, kind of like, wow, where where has he been? That was he, he blew up my Twitter because, like, you know, we were we weren't allowed stuff. Like Bob was saying, and I was like, thank God Bob said something about that because we weren't allowed like to be on social media during our seasons. Like we were told not to, and so uh, and and like I never bought followers or like tried to be like an influencer or anything. And uh, one time I was dating an actor. This is not a brag. Because it was Bud Bundy. It was uh, David Foster. <laughs> but he was like, want me to buy you some people? And I was like, he doesn't talk like that. But <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, no, that's gross. And then he was like, I'm buying my friend some. Should I just buy you some? And I was like, no, that's okay. I want, I'd rather know. <laughs> apparently, that's a thing that a lot of people do. And then they get more followers that way. Uh, I'm just putting it out there because in a totally, completely non-survivor situation with like Marilyn Monroe, like you said, there is a girl that uh, killed off a lot of people and like has bots out there. And I won't say who it is <laughs> because nobody that's listening to you gives a shit. <laughs> but there's like a whole weird rival. It's not against me and this girl. It's like everybody against this girl because she did some shit. Anyways. Yeah. Like the survivor. You mentioned that and it got me all like, because <laughs> like, you know, I've been doing a lot of that recently because it's the 60th anniversary of her departure from this realm. Uh, yeah. And I'm an, I'm, I'm an impersonator. Like it's like a gig I do, but, uh, but I'm really into it. <laughs> like, was that was she, like of, your main uh, inspiration for acting or like? No, did, not at all. No. no. Um, but but when I was young and I was really, really poor and and didn't think much of myself and, and felt ugly all the time, uh, a couple of people told me I looked like her and I didn't know who she was. And then I figured out, you know, I asked my dad, like, let's I was visiting him like they were divorced and. Uh, I was like, can we rent a movie? And we rented some like it hot. And I was like, somebody thinks I look like this? <laughs> like, what? Like, as a kid, I didn't, you know, didn't know all the different, you know, uh, looks of Marilyn Monroe or whatever. But I was just like, somebody thinks I could look like this, you know? And it really it changed my life, like a lot of people that are into Marilyn would say, uh, um, because something like that you know how fans are like survivor fans are like that too but i'm like totally 
you know, into. <laughs> so, Maryland. And, so uh, how early would you say uh, you got into acting? Like, that was when I was 12 years old. I don't know if you can hear when um, I started a mom chain, a uh, text chain. So, and they're on a tear about something. <laughs> I hope it doesn't interrupt the interview, but I'm probably going to have to. That's okay. <laughs> we, we can make do here. <laughs> So 12, you got started with acting then. Was it kind of something that like you yourself wanted to pursue or like was it introduced to you by like maybe family or? It was actually when I was six years old and um, I had already wanted to be an actor before I knew who Marilyn Monroe was. Um, so when I was six years old, uh, I did a lot of church plays and stuff. Mm. And one time I had like a solo or something and I got all the claps. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, collapse. I like that. <laughs> and I asked my mom, like I said, uh, you know, is is acting something you can do as a job when you grow up? And she said, yes. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Pretty sure because I liked the claps. But, um, you know, it's a different world and it's a different and it's a hard business. But like, I still like the claps. <laughs> so when I get nice messages from people, which is more than not, uh, it really makes me feel good. And that when I like, especially when it's like intimate and they're like, you know, you I was going through something at the same time or whenever I viewed your show, like I just lost somebody or whatever. So that makes me feel OK that I became an actor and not um like a nurse or a doctor or like a, I can't, I couldn't even be like a news anchor because I would like cry probably during the real parts, parts. And then like during the stupid parts, I would want to say, this is so not important. <laughs> like I, nobody would or should ever hire me as a news anchor. <laughs> We're talking about two very vastly different contrasts here. You're obviously coming oh, yeah. An, a background of being an actress where you're playing like roles and parts of not necessarily yourself versus then going on survivor and it's all you like you're not playing a part there's no script like sugar is sugar so we're talking about two vastly different contrasts here and um i'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that that might have been a little bit of a culture shock having to kind of juggle like one playing like parts versus then having to go out and live as yourself and having the entire world gets to formulate opinions on uh, what they see from typically only an hour of uh, footage each week. I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, like um, Bob, I was a recruit and I think half of our, uh, the Gabon cast was uh, recruits. Is it Gabon? It's, I think it's actually Gabon. Gabon. <laughs> I, I think it's Gabon, but we all say Gabon. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you go with Gabon for uh, story I'm purposes. I'm pretty sure they say Gabon, but it's okay. <laughs> so um yeah like it's so vastly different but I knew going in that I had been going through some deep shit and I knew I was a little bit overweight because I I'd been uh self-medicating and drinking too much and 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 boohooing my dad you know and like sadding like just depressed you know so when they got me, they got me at a really weak point when I had moved to New York and, and gotten back with my ex to, because he had also lost his father at the same, like just three days later, insane. Like, so we had to have each other and neither of us were doing well at the time. And, but they found me on a calendar for a different show for some show about dogs 
like people own dog owners and like dog tricks or something and they lived in a house and it was like one season went by I was anyway so they did fly me out for that and uh and I actually went because I I wanted a trip back to LA I just moved to New York a couple months before and I wanted to go see my friends so I took my dog and we went out there and I effed up that interview I took a Xanax and I was like I don't care and like Lynn Spellman was like um who were you I didn't even recognize you and I was like oh honestly I was a little nervous and I took a Xanax and then I really just told you that I didn't care so they already knew that if they give me shit that I would just the <laughs> and uh and uh somebody recently said something I saw they were like uh sugar's uh final tribal like it's not like they drugged her they did drug me <laughs> They really did drug me yeah no I was, was this, was this a thing attack. like they were because i know like reunions are like typically spots and reality shows where they like want the cast to kind of be under the influence um as far as like you know you get more reactions was that like a thing like what, was it just like the dating ones and like yeah i mean typically i mean no no no, like... no no they didn't like drug everybody no i was having a full-on freaking panic attack and like torches were lit and everything was ready to go and uh, I was like, I'm like, they we just had a big breakfast, like pancakes and champagne, and like I hadn't eaten in days. <laughs> like that was so crazy. I was like, oh, I cannot face these people I just murdered. <laughs> I was like, Argh. and so then they were like. Thing? What? It was just a you thing then? Like, it wasn't like... Oh, like, yeah. These these other guys didn't do anything, so they didn't have anything to worry about. But I was like, oh, God, they're going to really give it to me. And I have anxiety anyway. And, like, and I'd already been going through so much shit. And then they starved me, and I hadn't slept. <laughs> and then they fed me. And then they put me out to the wolves. And so, no, I was having a full-on panic attack and I and they the medics came and then they said you know okay we're going to give you the shot it could send you into compulsions or it could just really relax you and I was like give me the drugs and so they gave me a shot and then I like Bob had mentioned we words were exchanged but <laughs> I guess nobody's ever going to see unless I'm like uh you know, producer or whatever wants to put it out there because probably we sold our souls to the devil and they can use whatever they want. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, words were exchanged. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And I, I wasn't cute. So I'm glad that they got that. <laughs> yeah, Gabon was definitely a season where you had so many different uh, dynamic personalities, to put it lightly, I would say. Well, it was obviously very planned, you know, they yeah. like made that happen. So, um, but I still don't think Corinne and I could ever be friends just based on like, you know, the life that we've maybe in another world, like maybe when our uh, souls, maybe, you know, reincarnation happens, maybe in another lifetime, she and I could cross each other's paths and no, no, we'd probably have these weird built-in memories of this stuff. Anyway, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> study that stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what world we could be friends in. I don't, I can't think of one. <laughs> did, did you know that she had that level of disdain for you prior to like that jury speech? Or like, was that on the spot where it all started to just come out? Because the fans saw like in real time what she would be saying in like her interviews on the show. 
but you were obviously like there so you don't necessarily hear all the things she says like in the private uh interviews so like was that the first time you pretty much knew like she didn't like you or did you already have an idea i might as well have been able to hear i have like a third eye (laughs) no i'm really i can tell what's going on i'm not you know it was pretty obvious and she'd been a where we aren't allowed to say anymore for a very long time (laughs) so i could tell she did not like me from the beginning and i think it stems from a talent show we had at the very first couple of days (laughs) like we're all like on the the um the yellow tribe what were we called i couldn't even i never even had felt any was it fong was it fong no 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 that was no that was the other tribe right can't remember because yeah I didn't even like them. So, <laughs> I mean, I like some people, but anyways, uh, yeah, it stemmed from, I think, a talent show early on. And uh, she, I feel like it was, that's the day she decided to hate me. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm going to try my hardest to, you know, but, you know, if you don't like somebody, I really wanted her gone early, <laughs> but if everybody else wants everybody else gone, like, and if you have to watch your friends die and that makes it worse for you, maybe I don't mind that so much. So like, I wanted her gone sooner, but like, I guess I didn't mind watching her have to watch everybody else leave too, because I'm not the sweetest thing on earth. (laughs) Like I'm not. And she was there pushing my buttons the whole time. And like, and then trying to pretend like she was. It was just so hard to not laugh at her and, like, tell her, like, you're so dead. But, you know, it came out later, so. that The reunion that we saw wasn't even the worst of the words that was kind of exchanged, right? Uh, the reunion? Well, the ju- the, ju- the final tribal council, yeah. Well, that's final tribal council. That's not even, like, months later. That's right then. <laughs> it sucked. So. Now, now they do it. What? Was the last year, did they do it later? Is that what I saw? <laughs> you might have saw it correct, yeah. Am I? What? <laughs> How dare they? Um, oh, my God, my eyes. <sighs> so, <laughs> like, this really bothers me. So, so for my season and the next season, they changed the rules that the, um, the um, person who wins the uh, fan favorite can also win the main thing i like literally didn't care about a million i just wanted the fan favorite they took it away from me <laughs> and then they next year they did the same thing and so jt won both and so then the next year they switched it back that is what i was told by a producer i was like what what are you gonna do Sold my soul already so was that, was that basically your strategy you didn't necessarily care about winning the game you just kind of wanted to see someone nice win the game I never thought I'd get close to there. And at that point, I had, like, and I was just, like, living in the good versus evil world. And I was just, like, you know. And and if anybody's mad at me about the Maddie thing, <laughs> like, Maddie had plenty of money. He drove up here in a Tulsa the other day. So I was, like, not feeling bad about Maddie. Okay. And, like, Bob did a lot of good with the money. And I knew he would. And uh, and that's how it is. <laughs> like an actor they picked to be on the thing. I feel like I'm a pretty decent person. And uh, and I let 
Yeah, I basically let whoever wins at the end win the way that I did it. And and I'm glad that it worked out that way. Were, but I, were there any, but I were, love Manny. Yeah. And I love Susie. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her at the end, <laughs> but I love her. I love Crystal. I love uh, Charlie. I love, you know, Kenny. I love, you know, Jax. I love a lot of Ace. I love Ace called the other day after he saw me post that picture. And I was like, oh, Ace, you jealous. What's, what's he up to? <laughs> I just these wanted days? to check in. What's he doing? What's he up to these days? Ace? He's yeah. married and has kids and oh. he's in Florida and dealing watches. He, he, he was some. He was somebody I always wanted to come back. I saw like a really funny uh, comment somewhere. They said like he was reminding them of kind of like a cartoon villain, like one of those like <laughs> he just didn't seem real. Like he no, was so animated. Uh, like yeah, no. <laughs> that's like straight out of like a cartoon. <laughs> Look, I have so many pictures. With let me tell you something about Ace. Like I killed him early on in the game. He didn't even make it to the thing to the jury. This is us and Paris when we had a layover with Jackie. Wow. Okay. Jackie me putting up my little sticker. <laughs> um mice. Wow. <laughs> I love Ace. So, you know, I got really crazy after the first season and I married a complete stranger that was directing a movie I went to do in Louisiana. And uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it like that's nothing. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> then I went to get an annulment, and uh, and I had Ace drive me. He flew over and from Florida to Louisiana. He drove me all the way to California, back to my home with my dogs. And, well, one of my dogs and like a bunch of stuff. I might at that place at this time. My place, my stuff is in New York and Louisiana and California. Anyway, here's a picture of Ace like talking to somebody we went and stopped at some party in texas like a survivor party and there's somebody dressed like me that's not me wow (laughs) i see the resemblance that's not me (laughs) i have a better picture somewhere but i don't know where it is this is a a bunch of us hanging out at like you know survivor is that corinne there too Ah, hilarious no oh sucking uh eric's finger yeah that's that's big uh big eyed liza <laughs> Did you see my comment? I just put on Bob's things earlier. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before. <laughs> that. So Ace and I jumped out of an airplane together. And this is a photo of us. And this is Ace being silly, which nobody ever gets to see wow. at a truck stop on our trip. And here is Charlie. No, Charlie. Kenny hanging out with us. Uh, and a producer and Jax. Uh, I'm not really sure where this is. Maybe like at dinner one night uh, after the show. And then we also went to um, Utah to visit. Um, oh my God, why am I spacing on this thing? Pop, uh, Todd. <laughs> Todd had just either, no, I think he did my hair after this picture because I can see roots. So Todd did my hair that day, and Kenny's with us. We're in Utah for the um, Sundance Film Festival, mm. you know. So we did hang out, you know, afterwards. But Kenny kind of, like, after the fact, you know, wasn't cool with us, anybody, really. I've tried oh, to talk to him a couple right? times. Yeah, there. we're just, this is backstage before the uh, finale. 
So what, what, what was, uh, is Randy? How, what, what, how are you and him today in terms of uh, your terms? I mean, it's so weird because me and Randy have had like a quite a like uh, roller coaster uh, the adventure together. Um, we hated each other at this moment. But then like the next time I saw him, that's at the finale. And the next time I saw him and every time I saw him at any like charity event or like reunion or the 10th anniversary, like made, he was like, can I kiss you and pull, pull you over for the pictures? And like, he, like, uh, he made a big show about us being friends and like talking or whatever. And like, and I have so many pictures of me with Randy with different haircuts, him and me, but honestly. <laughs> Like, uh, kissing him and, you know, and then, but, but recently, like, he got mad at me again. I can't really remember what it was that made him mad. Um, oh, like, it's a whole long story, but he called me with some kids and didn't leave a message, but then it was like a thing. And I, and I told my husband, I, I don't know who this is, but it's like people laughing and like, I don't know, you know? And so he called him back and was yelling at him. Rah, 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 rah. And then, and then he's like, this is Randy from Survivor. And he knows who Randy's from Survivor. <laughs> like, I don't know who you are. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, babe, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I didn't call him back immediately to be like, oh, sorry. I just thought like you were a random caller. Like, who the fuck are you? And, uh, and so then it recreated a thing between us. So Was that the, was that the last time you guys uh, kind of interacted? No, he did a podcast where he called me a failed actress. And then I did a podcast where I, I like begged for his, but I have so much shit to talk about Randy, but I'm not going to. <laughs> he, have you interviewed coach? Yeah. Yeah. Actually like last month or three weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Did he mention how, uh, how Randy came to live with him on his couch for a little bit? But anyways, so here's some more pictures. <laughs> Here's us, uh, Maddie and Susie and me and Bob. Can you see? Yeah, yeah, I can see. That's oh, kind of shiny. Me feeling bad while answering questions about killing Maddie while right next to Maddie. Who is <laughs> maybe someone that you feel the worst about killing off in this game? Like, if you had to choose one. Well, I would have loved to, um, to keep uh, Charlie. I like Charlie. But you just, you know, it's on the working with the devil. You can't. Sure. <laughs> They're already on the wrong side. Um, there, there was probably, if I had gotten to know a lot of the early cast, probably a lot of people that I would like to keep longer. But, mm. you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think it all happened the way it happened for a reason. Just like, <laughs> just like in the, in the um, food auction, it all happened the way it happened. <laughs> I mean, not not to beat a dead horse here, but your reaction to when Randy uh, played the fake idol was like TV gold. Well, I literally at that moment, like I was starved and, and had sleep deprived. And this guy was such an asshole, <laughs> such an asshole the whole time, really. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stop. But also it's really because um, because. Uh, Oh my God! What uh, Kenny and K Crystal I had run up there and like blah 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 blah. Fuck you! I hate your ass. <laughs> like, so she had already like got us laughing so hard because it, we all knew who she was talking about. And then, and then yeah, I was already had the, like the giggle. The parade had started, and 
who was not going to stop. <laughs> you I felt bad about that. Bob made me feel so bad about that. But I think he was just trying to save face in case, like, somehow. <laughs> and somehow, it, it, like, <laughs> I don't know. That was the first, that was like pretty much the first time we've ever seen on Survivor someone uh, play a fake idol, wasn't it? Or, no, I don't know. I'm not, a, I, I'm a recruit, bro. I just have to like so pass up and like watch all the other ones to so, see who I'm meeting at events and like, I, like Bob, like we have to watch it now just to catch up and see who's who and like try and recognize people if they come at us. <laughs> so you didn't have any Survivor aspirations then? It was kind of just something that fell in your lap. Yeah, no, when they first said it, and I was like, yeah, right, like, uh, obviously that guy Mark fucking hates me and wants me to be the first one out, no thanks, <laughs> not my game, and then they sent me, like, six seasons, five or six seasons to watch, and uh, and then I was watching with my ex-husband, who, Nala, in New York, who was also grieving, and, like, so many emotions <laughs> happened while watching the show that... He was like, you need to do this. Like, people really want to do this. And, like, it could be good for you. And I was like, he didn't mean, like, as far as acting. Because I kind of stopped acting at that time. Because I was, like, just so, like, grieving and moved away. Um, and I said, uh, <laughs> no, I guess you're right. Like, he's like, you're crazy if you don't do it. And I was like, yeah, but I'm crazy already. And then I'm going to be more crazy. <laughs> Which is true. What happened? But, um yeah, no, like, we felt so much, and then I was like, yeah, I guess I want to be part of this, because it's cool, you know, it was like, like, it made us feel so many emotions, like, I was like, I want to make people feel emotions like that. How do, how do you feel maybe about, like, the, the process now, you know, like, it seemed like you went on there a little bit uh, emotionally damaged already from, like, what you had been going through going into that experience so that way maybe i'm not necessarily saying like you weren't ready for the experience however thought that the post show kind of trauma that came with that kind of reflected that so like would you say that maybe that experience caused you a culture shock or would you say just in general you already had one and that just also heightened it i wouldn't call it a culture shock you mean what do you mean going on the the show? Like I needed that. My soul needed that. And it was a very good experience for me. Like being in the sugar shack by myself was good. I like did a lot of praying and like um, self-reflection. And, um, and that's how I felt good about all the decisions I was making later. Um, as I, I like go back and forth on this, like thinking about like after the show, what, you know, do I hate it? Do I like it? Like, it was good in some aspects. And, and like, it certainly didn't help my career, but I had already given it up at that point. So, like, you know, any jobs I've gotten since then, it's been, you know, not because of, but, like, even though, you know, like, sometimes, like, I would get a call back and they'd be like, oh, I was surprised to see you were so good. And I saw a Survivor on her. And I was like, well, let me take Survivor off my resume. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that Acting never in reality TV. Um, yeah, no, and, uh, and if anything, it fucked me up for a long time, and, uh, and it was a long time coming back from that, but, um, I'm fine now. <laughs> I, I'm very happy in my life, and I have my husband and my little child, she's six and a half, she's going on 14, she, <laughs> she's awesome, funky jeans, she's amazing, um, so, like, you know, we have a great 
big house and a pool and like wow you know moving on up <laughs> like I'm I'm doing as well as I wanted to be doing at this point I mean it'd be great to be on the show like recurring on a show and then I could pick whatever dark comedies I wanted to do but um you know maybe that'll still happen I'm not like a failed actor I'm just like a fucking actor <laughs> and it is not easy uh <laughs> But I think I've done myself some damage, you know, over the years. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. It'd be nice to be able to prove myself so that, uh, so that no, I, mean, I don't think anybody gives a shit about what I did. Because I don't think they know who I am <laughs> in this business. But, like, I have a bunch of worlds going on. I have survivor world, like reality people in that world. I have little Marilyn Monroe world and, and like, working as her in my business. And then, like, you know, for different companies. And then I have the acting world with like big players where I'm just a little, a little small fry. And then <laughs> I mean like family and then that family and then that family, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like that going on. And the other day I had a friend from the Marilyn Monroe group visiting from Australia and she was here with a mom from across the street with her kids to go swimming. And then uh, Bruce Kanege from, uh, I don't even know, Pearl Island was it? I don't know. Sure, we'll, we'll go with that. Sure, we'll say that. Uh, that's probably not right. Uh, but he came over to pick up his shorts from the other day because he left them because he didn't go swimming. But he brought them, and then he brought me a picture. And anyway, I was just of Marilyn. And then I was just like, this is so weird. <laughs> like, mom friend from across the street, Marilyn friend from Australia, Bruce, who actually lives not far from me. And uh, it was just like a weird combination of my worlds colliding. Yeah, I hear that the uh, this is a popular topic actually. When I have uh, reality guests on, I hear that like the acting and reality stuff is like a hard, uh, it's like a hard reality face. Like when reality stars try to come off of their shows and parlay that into like entertainment and acting, they kind of get like a, a lot of doors closed in front of their face. Um, I don't know if that has happened because I don't, you know, I have people for that to see that. <laughs> like, luckily, don't see those doors closing. Um, but it hasn't been easy. But um, I worked a little bit after Survivor, but I worked more, way more before Survivor. Like Gilmore Girls and stuff was like five years before Gabon. And and uh, I remember the casting director saying, "You, yeah, oh, that was five years ago. Nobody's gonna remember." But she had no idea how big a, a thing Survivor and, I mean, Gilmore Girls was going to be. Gilmore Girls is a huge show. And uh, especially because, like, you know, um, Milo moved on, you know, to, to Heroes and then This Is Us. And, like, that's, I don't even think that's a big part of it. Like, people just really love Gilmore Girls. And so very lucky to be on that show and very lucky to be on Survivor and very lucky to be on any of the shows I've ever booked. Um, but, yeah, our people don't know about any of that. <laughs> Could be could be good or bad then, right? Based on um, no, no. I mean, in the game, nobody knew. But like, are the fans from Survivor? I don't think a lot of people know that I'm an actor on other shows. And sometimes there's crossover between Gilmore Girls or some other shows, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, oh, it's kind of the same face of the same person." Um, I don't really know how they. <laughs> I'm really bad at faces. I think I mix up actors all the time, and my husband laughs at me because he's really good at remembering people's names. And uh, and I'm like, no, that's the same person from this show. He's like, no. And then he has to show me on their IMDb. Like, these are completely different people. And I'm like, do I have facial recognition disorder? <laughs> I may. I don't know. What are do you, you handsome? Because you look very handsome. 
Uh, it could be the case. <laughs> okay, well, in my mind, you're a variant. <laughs> cool. we, could, we could go with that for story purposes. All right. All right. <laughs> so what would you say that the hardest part was about returning from the show? Like, because there's obviously a lot of variables that go into that. But, like, uh, was it just uh, Gabon was harder returning from than uh, Heroes Villains, I take it? Or was it the opposite? Near opposite. Um, Heroes and Villains, uh, okay, for, first off, Gabon, I, I thought it was a superstar. And so then after Heroes and Villains, um, uh, I literally had really rough times like on the thing like on and they like to keep it quiet so we don't talk about it but you know i had an issue and they thought i took a bunch of pills i did not but i had thought about it and i had them all spread out and i had written in my diary and for and i was like can i talk to the psych and then she was like an hour away and so they were like yeah and this is after like probably taking xanax and drinking and like all day because they just play with alcohol when you get out and you're like in the little what do you call it what do they call it in the purgatory bingo yeah so i was in purgatory and then like every person that came out is happy to see them i was really welcoming blah 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 and then siri is it siri or siri because like people <laughs> i don't think that's siri 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 uh, came out and kept telling me how JT kept talking shit about me. And JT, who I thought was my ally going in to answer somebody's question earlier on <laughs> Twitter or whatever. Um, yeah, it, apparently he was out to kill me and uh, for his girlfriend in Alabama. And uh, and he kept telling you, trust me, and like, blah, blah, blah. So we really thought I had an ally. And he was the person going around telling everybody to kill me. But she came out like four or something, I don't know, third or fourth, I don't know, after Randy, and then she was, like, talking about how he was still talking shit about me, and I was just like, wow, and that, that really hurt, and so that night I had a big problem, and then anyways, nothing, I didn't take anything, I just thought about it, and I wanted to talk to somebody <laughs> when they got there, and I passed out, and then I woke up with IVs on my arm, and they were, like, gonna rush me to um, some other place, and then that would, couldn't have happened for, like, a blood test, you know, to cover their ass. It's like, hello, it's a TV show. And so, and we were in Africa, and so, no, we were in Samoa. And so then, uh, so then they flew me to Australia, which I would have died if I had taken oh. things by the time we got to Australia. I would have died. Um, <laughs> so anyway, just to clear that I hadn't taken anything, spent a couple of days there, then went home and was told not to go, like, out in public. <laughs> like, I couldn't go out to eat and I felt like I had to follow these rules which I did which was stupid because how would they know if I didn't post about it or whatever but they were really weird about it back then and uh and so you know I just had to like people come visit me at my house and uh I don't know it's like weird I had a couple like a month I couldn't hang out with anybody do you think like there should be some type of bubble period, like a transitional period from reality people that come off of shows before entering their uh, normal routine of what they were up to prior to going on to the show? Um, yes. Um, they try and tell us that. Like, at, <laughs> This is how they do it. So at the end of Gabon, when we got in the van, um, there was a psych in the van. And she says, here's what to do. Don't change where you live. Don't move change like don't change anything about your living situation do not change who you're dating or not dating don't take in new uh people for like a year they're like <laughs> and then there's and then they said um 
Uh, also, you're going to want to pee wherever you want. You know, like on the side of the street, you're going to feel like you got to pee and you got to go over there. And so don't do that. And also don't, um, you're going to want to store snacks like in your car and your purse. You're going to always just want snacks and like try not to overeat, but you're always going to want more food. You're just like, I'm still hungry. Um, all of those things happened and I just disregarded them and did those things. So totally lost in my mind uh, after Gabon. But literally, like, after she said that, I, like, opened my bag that we left with. And I had already, like, pulled in, like, cookies and, and chips and stuff and water from the, you know, what they gave us when we got in the van to transport us. I was like, oh, like these? And I was, like, full of stuff. Anyway. Were they good cookies, at least? I mean, I can't remember. They were probably foreign cookies. They were oh, some well, random well, thing. But they were food. To me, they were like, ah. <laughs> so yeah i was like oh this is already starting but i still didn't heed the warnings <laughs> yeah wow i'm like you're crazy i'm like surprised actually i figured the second time around would have been like a uh no, that was the first time around second oh. time around i had some real issues i came back before anybody i didn't get to go to the uh, uh i don't know what country they go to they all hang out in like an island and like you know because most people can go i can get along with everybody but i was having some serious issues and uh and they paid for a psych for a little bit but they really need to pay for a psych for everybody for a little bit right like even if you're the first out that's probably you know i mean i experienced that afterwards but even for the first out your first time that would be really hard and like like oh i feel like such a loser and everybody back home that sees me and whatever you know it it was kind of weird how polarizing you were, but like polarizing in the sense that like all the fans, like when I look at like the responses seem to like love you, right? Like and can relate to you like very well. Whereas like the cast members, like some of the comments they make on the show, like I was just like very bothered by the fact that like people were trying to question on whether or not like just give me give an example here. Like people at the final tribal council on your first season were wondering if like you with like the dad oh marcus that, when he's like did you lie about your dad like I was, marcus is like such an upper class <laughs> upper class prick um like i've seen him since then i've been nice to him but like oh and he was nice to me but like um he was just on a show called labor of love and if you yeah. were lucky enough to catch that you could see exactly who marcus is <laughs> and like he has he has his initials on his on his like cufflinks and I mean like and his is some random woman that's not even his mother is like doing his laundry and living I don't and he was so bitter when he didn't win and he was so mean to that about that woman I was like wow that's why I'm not that sad that Marcus was gone <laughs> anyways um and that's why other people are super attracted to him Listen, everybody's <laughs> got a type, so <laughs> yeah. So basically, I guess what happened here was that like people were maybe bothered by like your like gameplays and like they took no, a no, no. Like, the cast. Bob, well, people were bothered by my gameplay because they thought they were my best friends and then they killed them in the end. But Bob mentioned something the other day about Kenny talking shit about him to people in the jury. That's exactly what Corinne was yeah. doing the whole time. So so whatever Kenny's saying and Corinne's saying, I knew, like, Corinne had already said, you're not going to win. 
yeah, I'm going to make sure you don't win. And I was like, I'll make sure you're in the jury to make sure that that happens. So <laughs> anyways, like uh, they were both out. And who knows? Like everybody's fucking crazy when they come out. And if they're bitter and want to talk shit and make up bullshit lies and then try and continue them, <laughs> that's good, good for them. Like, uh, you know, eventually people get caught and uh, the truth comes out and whatever. I, n- I don't have any qualms about anything that I did. Yeah. I mean, you referenced some of the heroes and villain stuff um, earlier. Everybody kind of noticed like the depiction or portrayal of like just your kind of I guess season, if you want to call it, like, um, seemed a little choppy. Like, I guess they left out the JT stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, they fully fucking left out all the, um, like, anything. Was, was there, like, this whole sequence that happened, like, on the show? Like, I feel like, like they were kind of saving face for him in the first edits, and then he just did something so stupid that they couldn't edit that out. And they're like, okay, well, I guess he's a dumbass. He's <laughs> like, when he did the thing with um, Troll Guy. Uh, everybody hates him. Most people hate him. Uh, what's his face? Arr, I got a hat on. Uh, what's his? Uh, Russell? Yes. Russell. Right. I'm sorry. Sometimes I block out people's names. <laughs> and, I, and, and, you know, Russell's always been very nice to me, but he said something on the internet one time, and I was just like, boom, done with Russell. <laughs> so now, forgot Russell's name. Sorry. Um, not, you know... Uh, when we met Russell, we didn't know about his previous gameplay. Yeah, and he was yeah. he was filming the show before his actual season aired. I mean, most of us didn't. Parvati did. So Parvati was like, mm, okay, <laughs> we're going to do this. Yeah, Parvati's best friend is in casting, so she knows everything. She they're in, She's like, so, like, they might, you know, you, if you were going to say anybody was uh, given a script, <laughs> it would be a, a certain select few of people, but uh, she would be in that select few people. <laughs> she knew what was going on. So, so was there anything that happened on the actual show, like as far as like a uh, any drama between you and JT that they left out potentially? I mean, yeah, but no drama between us because he was telling me, "Trust me, you know, stick with me. I'm going to help you." And the whole time, like trying to get rid of me, but like. Uh, the first kill is very easy to do anyway. It's like, he, he didn't have any problem convincing anybody, even though like I did score a topless point for them. Mofos. <laughs> I feel like they probably knew that's all she's got. <laughs> she's not going to be physically, you know, unless they have like one of those weird log things where like, uh, I don't even think at that point I would have been good at that. <laughs> Thing where Courtney was like really good at because she was like so tiny she was like ah. <laughs> like nobody you know the thing I'm talking about anyways they probably didn't suspect suspect that was gonna happen so you know that's easy kill for everybody else I don't blame them JT I got problems with <laughs> and he knows it that's fine yeah they gave you kind of like the the Colby edit then on uh, heroes versus villain the Colby um uh yes <laughs> How how how, where, where, how like, yes. is that just the Colby X? I, I I would think it was her name that they would use. How, how accurate or how played up maybe was uh, that sequence? Oh my god! Like I think I just talked to him that night, and and uh, JT had told me like float, you know don't talk to me and don't let anybody know that we know each other. So I was kind of like 
a little bit playing up to Colby, but but those are like literally all the words that I had ever said to Colby. <laughs> like the next day they were like egging me on, egging me on, egging me on to say something about Colby. So then I was like, oh, well, you know, I gave them what they wanted. Like that was like something about, um, oh, well, and I just thought, you know, there's some cute guys on this island or whatever. I don't know. They, they, they kind of, they didn't tell me what to say, but they wanted me to say that. And so that's what I said. And then they edited it together. Like I was like, I didn't even like that guy. <laughs> I mean, I think people are attracted to Kobe, but I'm not uh, attracted to him. And, and I didn't know anything about him or any, and no, you know, yeah. I, and think, I don't know why I was attracted to JT as an underbite and a beer belly. I have no idea either. I, you know, people do crazy things. I think I was nuts for like two years, not just one year. <laughs> I think what happened was they maybe like needed to uh, kind of storytell like how or why they were voting you out. And they decided that, oh, well, here we can't do the JT story because he's like our token hero of this uh but he then got, they couldn't save him when he did the dumbass thing. Right. Like, oh, like, you're done. Well, they, they, <laughs> he kind of gets the Superman depiction, like, whenever he's on the show. And then, like, they kind of can't use that storyline, I guess, to protect, like, his uh, kind of archetype. So then they decided to kind of spin the Colby narrative to as, like, the reasoning as to why you weren't clicking or, like, the reason why you were on the show. I was block. so surprised by that edit because I was like, what? <laughs> Oh my god, that looks like I like Colby. I don't like that guy. I don't even know that guy. <laughs> and like, I, I was like, I that's that that is them. <laughs> that's all them. But um, yeah, like his mom, JT. His mom came up to me after the Heroes and Villains at the Heroes and Villains like um, thing in New York, the uh, the live show. And, and she's like, oh, hey. And I was like, oh, hey. And then she's like, aren't you T's mom? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then she was like, no, I know what happened. I'm so sorry. He's not America's hero. I'm sorry that that happened to you. She knew what happened in some ways. She, I don't know exactly if she knew exactly everything. But she kind of knew what had happened. And she apologized for him. Mm. Yeah. Did you, did you talk to him, like, after the show at all? Or? Uh, they came into uh, one nightclub where we were all meeting up and him and his people and he came like at me like this and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then he just like walked away. We've never spoken. Mm. Well, that's probably how it should I be. think he does. Yeah, he knows what he did <laughs> and I know what he did. And that's all anybody really needs to know is that um, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, and but portrays himself as like, America's sweetheart, which is not true. I I don't even think I portray myself as America's sweetheart. Although that'd be well, nice. <laughs> you can you kind of get the character sometimes as America's sweetheart a little bit. Um, I'm a nice person, and I don't want assholes to win more money than the rest of you. <laughs> so was it pretty much like from that point on? Like, not saying like you even had any aspirations to come back necessarily, but like in their minds, like did they even like? maybe try and pursue you uh, for a future season after that? Or is it pretty after much... After and Villains? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a liability. <laughs> I don't know if anybody at CBS would hire me. And, like, I don't have a thing against CBS. Um, I do love Warner Brothers and Fox much, much more. But, you know, you know, I'd like to be working on any... I just don't think CBS is going to... I think they're, they will only ever see me as, uh, well, we'll see. 
I don't know. Most most of the things are streaming now, so like most of the auditions. We're we're in the streaming service uh, era right now. That's the. Oh my god! Like Bob in his interview, he was talking to you about um, like the difference between how we were allowed to do the internet and then now. And he was saying he got DVDs and CDs to accept that. So. <laughs> I was like, I kind of do that too sometimes. But we're like of a whole another generation, and I'm like not from Bob's generation, but like. I, at this point, feel like I used to, when I was a high school student, thinking, wow, when we first got phones, <laughs> the first phones, like, um, I remember thinking, what are old people thinking right now? Because I loved the oldies and, and vintage stuff before that. And so when when stuff started happening at all, like I was like, what are these people thinking like what are old people thinking right now now I feel like one of those old people that are like what just TikTok I can't even like, all of this stuff is happening I, know, I feel I feel like if there was going to be like a token TikTok person on Gabon per se like I feel like you would probably be someone that people would expect to be a TikToker no you know what I can't compete with these kids kids today <laughs> I really I, I like I, this seems like a lot of work for free unless you've already bought a bunch of free people and then like got free, you know, and then real followers because of that. Unless you've already done that whole system thing. I don't think that. Um, and plus, it just seems like so much work. Like you, you'd only get paid if you have a ton of people. So why would I sing and dance for you for free? <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel Everybody's on YouTube. Just trying to make it. It's exactly I how I feel on YouTube. I, it's everything. <laughs> you sing and dance on YouTube? No, I don't sing and dance, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I make content. But no, you, no, you know what? You're a really great host because when somebody wants to blab, you let them. And then so, like, I feel like you've asked very few questions. You haven't even asked the questions of the people on Twitter. Yeah, you know. Did well, you kind of roundabout? I kind of roundabout. Usually, like. Uh, <laughs> Some uh, answers will come up without me even having to ask the questions. And it, that's like my style. I like to have like more of a, I want it to feel like a conversation more so than like a Q&A, like standard, like rapid interview uh, style, like rapid fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I was able to hold on so long because normally I like it that way because I'm just like. Ooh. Just trying to reel but you back in here. <laughs> since I watched Bob's interview, then I felt a little bit like, OK, he said some things I want to touch on. But. Well, you know, we we might we might maybe not see you again. Maybe see you in a different capacity or. Uh, oh yeah, you'll definitely see me on something else. You yeah, can just turn was... on the TV and find me on something else. But <laughs> but eventually you'll see me on something new on something else. But um, you will not be seeing me on Survivor, and I don't think you'll be seeing on me on any other reality show. We did that other reality show, and we we never mentioned that. <laughs> you, were, you were in a video game too, though, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, LA, LA. yeah, yeah, yeah. I play Candy Edwards, and you chase my character around, and I look just like me, and I have a little leopard collar on, so I don't know if anybody that watches this has played that video game and didn't realize it was me, but that's me. <laughs> Live, living out every uh, kid's dream. <laughs> I'm living out, like, so many girls' dreams just from, I already did, from making out with Milo on on uh gilmore girls like so many people are just like what i know even sometimes to me i'm like can't believe you got to do that it's pretty cool <laughs> have you ever had any weird or like bizarre fan encounters from like maybe your time on survivor 
Like, has there any been, like, any weird times? Like, because, I mean, everybody's bound to get, like, a weird DM or two, right? Like, I feel like that's kind of, like, almost like your initiation into, like, being, like, a public figure, so to speak. But, like, has there been any, like, extreme things that have happened? Like, I can't imagine what the people that come out in the last few seasons have been dealing with because it's so rampant. And, like, they're already online talking about you. And, like, it wasn't like that for us. So, um that aspect is weird. I don't really, I get mostly people rewatching it or, or discovering me new and, and like just finding me on the thing and, and having remembered going through something at the same time of the show. Um, so I usually get more love, but very, very randomly I get a little bit of hate and I just put somebody on blast the other day and then I felt bad afterwards. I was like, maybe he's like slow or something. And so like, let me, I real, I took them all down because I was like, maybe he just didn't know not to do that. <laughs> or like the thing was, he was like, how dare you give Bob the 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 knowledge that there was going to be a fire challenge or whatever not maddie blah 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 blah. and i was like F off, mother. <laughs> i was like maddie is literally coming to my house this weekend for dinner so F off. <laughs> you don't like who is wrong what's wrong with you and like i like sent that message to people <laughs> that he knew because that is so bad. It's just, that's how rare it is for me. Like, other people could be just like, delete block. But I was just like, no, everybody has to know what a dick you are. <laughs> like, why would you do that? It's so rare that that happened. So no, nobody should do that to me. <laughs> nobody. You guys heard it here first. Nobody DM uh, sugar. Please don't do that. I mean, like, I won't put you on blast. After this, I'll know you're just trying to get on blast. <laughs> Can I can I just say when I first reached out to you like way back when not really way back when but close to a month ago about like the interview I think like my when I first addressed you I think I addressed you like by like like Jessica because like I was trying to be like professional and then like at at a certain point I'm like all right I think I could start calling her Sugar now Yeah I go by Sugar my husband calls me Sugar like somebody yeah. asked me that today that. I'm not really sure if I knew her from high school or if she's like a fan that it's like I really don't know who I'm talking to half the time. But um, because if she was like somebody from high school, I would have said, yeah, you can call me Jess. But, you know, I don't really go by that or whatever. But I was just like, yeah, I don't really go by that. I go by <laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, I was like, answer uh, the question I, or whatever. If I call her Sugar, I don't want her to think that I'm like being like disrespectful. But then she goes by Sugar. So I'm like well, trying to walk that tightrope. So fun being me, making everybody uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> oh. Few people have the art. Congrats on mastering your um, Yeah, like, I really only go by Jessica for, like, signing papers, like, legal documents right. and stuff. Um, my mom friends in the neighborhood, and they all call me Sugar. And so it's just, like, ever since Survivor, and it was already my name before Survivor. It wasn't just, like, made up for Survivor. It was my 50s diner waitress name and my pinup name. And so, oh, and so here's another thing about the people on that, the the people that, that thought they were better than other people on Gabon, um, they they are. They would totally run to me if I said that I was on certain shows and knew certain people. But <laughs> I told them I was an out of work waitress that used to be or is a Marilyn Monroe impersonator, and uh, that I never did any acting and that I hated that and I was just too nervous to do that and that's not me or whatever. Um, and nobody, I'm pretty sure they made sure that nobody was a big Gilmore Girls fan that was on that, because that's probably the only person that recognized me, or from For Your Love, this show way before that. 
Um, so, so they just thought I was like an out of work waitress and impersonator. Um, and they didn't know that I was on any shows or anything before that. And I said that and when I was all like checked at the, <laughs> at the finale, I was like, you know, I, um, now I can tell you, I guess, like, I'm not, you know, whoever you think I am, like, I've been on TV for nine years and blah, blah, blah. And like, was that a strategy, was that a strategy tactic on your part? You thought maybe uh, at the end? No, it was like they gave me truth serum, so it's like bug you, bug you, bug you. Oh, you fake titties, fucking married men, blah blah blah. And I was just like, <laughs> it was like Bob said, it was a little bit of back and forth between Corinne and I, and uh, I'm very glad that very very glad that they got. I've <laughs> just told you basically what. It's so bad. People are like, how did you not jump across the fire and like kill this person? And I was like, because <laughs> I was like decap like not decapitated. I was uh decapacitated. Decapacitated. Right. What's right. the word? I was not doing well. <laughs> I was like I felt like a noodle and I was just like, here's all the truth, everybody. <laughs> it's like so yeah, so I would love to get that word out because people don't know that. And like I say this in many interviews, I've said this, but like I don't think people get it. <laughs> Has have you gotten everything that you've uh, wanted to potentially get off your chest? Like, or is there anything else you'd like to add? Hmm. Anybody else I want to throw under the bus? <laughs> no, I mean, um, and I don't dislike anybody from our season at all. Like, well, I mean, Corinne, and then Randy is, you know, I, you know unfortunate person uh but Corinne might be just pure evil and I know she loves that and um so she can have that <laughs> other than that um yeah I think I'm I think I spilled the beans on most things uh do you have any questions that we didn't answer from Twitter or whatever I could check right now and see if uh we did not but as far as my own questions you pretty much checked the boxes there, so hey. <laughs> just see if I uh, missed anything that we could potentially add here. Um, did you prefer being alone on Exile or with the group, and who was your favorite person to uh, play with? Um, I, yes, I definitely preferred being on Exile Island, um, except for like towards the end when I just had been there so many times and was still happy to be there and have a pillow and a place to sleep and everything. But I just, everybody was starving at one point and I, you know, I was very, very, I felt guilty, like Christian guilt. Thanks mom. Uh, super Christian guilt. Uh, oh my, the other people are starving. Like anybody else probably wouldn't give it a shit. <laughs> I really, had too much guilt and sadness about it but like they wouldn't let me bring fruit back so i would have shared that if i could have uh at least with a couple of people um did they stack the fruit did they stack the um the kind of shack that you were going into like each time you went or no they did it was like I don't know if you would get this reference, but there's a Shirley Temple movie called uh, The Little Princess, or I think that's the name of it. It's like a Christmas movie, and she was uh, orphaned, and like it's like anyway. One day she wakes up as an orphan with this other orphan, and they just like food and shoes and clothes, and it's just like 
that's how I felt. It was just like, anytime you think about that, it was, it's, it was that feeling. Um, it was miraculous, but not the first time. Like I found the idol in the first day and then I was like, great, I have another night here. Can I go in the thing now? Cause I found the idol and they're like, no, that's just for next time. I was like, ah, really? I had to sleep on the wooden thing for like <laughs> a night or two. Even did you ever see, uh, did you, did you ever see coach's trip to exile on his original season? Um, did he make it all epic? Like Bob's? I don't know. With all due respect to Bob, it was probably more epic than his. Um, you gotta watch it. I'll I like send it to you on. It's on YouTube. Like I'll yeah, send it to send me. It to I you love Coach. I really love Coach. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, and, you know, and you know, <laughs> I love a lot of people that I didn't play with. So I have no idea what it would be like to play with them. Who who maybe do you keep up with the most? Would you say? From the survivor, um, uh, probably Susie, Bob, Maddie. Um, I've spoken with Kenny and Crystal, but uh, we don't really keep up. And then, you know, half the other people I've spoken to on the interwebs or whatever, right. we don't like chat. And I don't think I don't chat with anybody. I don't call anybody. I'm like, I will text message. Is it like a non-ending text message for the rest of our life if we're friends? We can just go on and like touch on something that we already talked about. <laughs> like, you know, um, it's so odd when somebody calls. That's why when Ace called the other day, I was like, oh my God, hi. <laughs> is it is it safe to say that like a lot of um maybe your cast members from Gabon at least like took like the kind of path to being like more like, I guess, like hard to find or hard to like get a hold of? Well, I mean, uh, I'm, you're probably only talking to me because I'm, I'm an actor. And so I keep up with, you know, I'm trying to keep up with, like, you know, anybody who likes me from any other show, like, here's how you can find me. So, you know, me, <laughs> you know, like, in case something happens, I get on another show and then I know who was there already or they can tell me that they were there already. But um, nobody else uh, really gives a shit, I don't think. Uh, there were half of us recruits. Um Corinne gives a shit because she does stuff. But um, Maddie does not give a shit. He's just being Maddie. I and Maddie spoke to him and... through Facebook, believe it or not. And that was like before. That's be very be rare. Before, <laughs> before he even went to your party, actually. So for those that were telling me to get him on the show, he's a little more private these days. And like, he's not really like, yeah. <laughs> like, so you didn't need to tell me that for me to know. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what the future holds there. Yeah. But he's just one. Bob was facebook me and him were coordinating through facebook and uh marcus too actually marcus yeah. was facebook everybody's facebook from your cast i know i talk some shit about marcus but i don't hate marcus but like he's definitely the kind of person um i would have veered away from because he's like fratty and like brats like a rich frat guy like right. and that is like ugh. That's why when people say it's your big brother, I'm like, you're crazy. Like, that is the worst thing I, I could ever even imagine. Like, hanging out for three months with, like, a bunch of frat guys or frat type people. Like, I don't know. Maybe they mix it up more. But from what I've seen before, I'm like, that doesn't seem like my scene. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care if they have a bed, you know, and food. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I just want to thank you again for being so generous with your time and hopping on here today. I know we've been uh, coordinating this for a few weeks, and we're finally uh, able to knock this thing out. Um, 
I was like when hearing Bob talk about like people replacing him for shows or him replacing. So it's like, oh, Bob, you're my replacement for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Actually, that's actually how it cracked out. I kept uh, I was kind of like moving my time with Bob, like to fit ours in. But then when you said like that, I could slide in something next like this last week. The one that just passed, I was like, okay, so we'll slide Bob in here and have you the next week. So it all worked out in the end. I appreciate your persistence. <laughs> I have to be in a job like this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for letting me get the good word out about Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, in all honesty, thank you. Um, I have turned down many of podcasts, and uh, you were very persistent. And I already liked you, and I was going to do it. I just, the last couple of weeks didn't really work out. So. Yeah. A lot going on. Um, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll let you know when this is out. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.